Welcome to the Mavs Fans for Life podcast. My name is Josh Mazur, the editor-in-chief for MavsFansForLife.com, joined as always by Landon Thomas, the owner of MavsFansForLife.com. Landon, how excited are you for this week's pod? Like King Woods finally seeing his crown. That's good. All hail King. Yes. Yeah. Sir Josh. This week, we've got some... uh, we got some good stuff to talk about. It's actually been four games since we last talked. It hasn't been that long. We haven't missed a pod. We played four games, the Mavericks did, last uh, in the last week. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about Trey Burke, and then maybe we might land on Kristaps uh, Porzingis being MIA for this portion of the season already, which has some fans up in arms, so... Right off the bat, let's go. Verse Spurs, at Nuggets, verse Kings, and verse Heat. What are the biggest takeaways you've had for the, the last four games, Landon? The last four games, we beat the bad teams and lost to the good teams? Yeah. That's Is what this it looks team like. mediocre? I think so, but they're number three in the West, remember? <laughs> <laughs> is is the west mediocre has no, the east not. finally took their throne over the what, west i don't i don't know i don't think so but uh yeah that's what that's exactly what they're doing they're they're beating the bad teams and losing to the good teams by um, a lot yeah by yeah by, by a lot and that's what they did uh, against the hawks at the beginning of the year yeah so um Right before we recorded this, we had we just lost to the Heat handedly, um, and that team. Yeah, it's funny because the Mavericks started that game looking pretty good. At one point, I think they were up seventeen seven. Right, yeah. had, we had a ten point lead in the first quarter, which is uh, pretty weird this season because it seems like out of the gate the Mavericks do not play well in the first quarter. Uh, the most points they had scored was 21, I think, at one point. Uh, finally, they they got to the mid-20s against uh, the Spurs. Um, but yeah, it looked like, oh, all right, playing up to the competition, I guess. So we're going to play well against the Heat. And then the second quarter happened. The second quarter that... Uh, the highest scoring quarter by any team in the NBA this year at 46 points Jeez. for the heat. Just obliterate. Can you imagine scoring? I mean, that's some team's whole half is 46 points and yeah. the heat and all power to them. The, the Mavericks were until this point, supposedly a, a, a decent defensive team. We've been playing pretty good defense. Now, we are missing uh, some of the biggest stoppers we have on the team. Um, yeah. KP was doing really good in blocks before he got sidelined. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Maxi Kleba, I mean, had a all-time high in blocks and was really playing the hell out of some defense recently. He's out with a back strain. So... You have a team like Miami that comes in and they have all different kinds of ways they can beat you. Um, 
do you think that if those two players are in, does this Heat game go differently? I mean, obviously it goes differently with players of the caliber of Chris Stops and Maxi when healthy, but I still think the Heat is – I mean, you said it before – um outside of the pod just us talking um you're watching i think the um the heat um game a few days ago and and you said how talented this team was and just looking at the players that they have i thought they were going to be a great team but they're looking like the best team in the east so i think no matter who played um they're just a physical team with multiple weapons that can score at any time um in anywhere on the court and defensively i mean if you look up and down the roster i mean um bam jimmy pj uh kyle even duncan i mean he was out there playing some good defense so i mean i don't think it would have made a difference in the the um, result but anything would help (laughs) (laughs) anything would help man uh, yeah, I don't know if if it got away quick. It did get away quick. That's a, and but in all honesty, the the Mavericks stayed in it kind That's of true. until yes. until the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, they floated around eight to to ten point lead for the majority of the game, even after after that second quarter. Because one of the things that gets thrown by the wayside here is. The Mavericks had a really big second quarter too, and if they would have had that yeah. type of scoring, I mean, they scored thirty-two points in the second quarter. If they do that at any other game, you know, most of the time you're coming out with a lead in the in the uh, in that second quarter in the first half or whatever. Um. So, I, and would you would you think about Tyler Hero? You know, with his comments and then shows out like that he's a good player i i kind of dogged on him whenever that first came out i can't remember if it was last week's pod or whenever but i i jumped on him just like everybody else did i don't think he's the generational talent that luca is or yeah. trey young like mm-hmm. uh but he is one of those players who might be the the guy that that works his way into being one of those upper echelon talents. Um, and on a team like Miami, that's a great place to be. That's a great place to, to be that guy that just works his tail off and ends up being better than he, than anybody thought he was going to be. Um, but man, he's showing out this year. He really is. He did whatever he did in the off season. If he keeps this up the whole year round, that is the most improved player, right? Is like it without most a doubt. Improve or is it six man? I mean, you could choose either or. Um, uh, I would have to. I don't think he stays six man all year. So I would have he to takes go most Duncan improved. out. Yeah. He has to. I mean, I'm surprised he, he hasn't done it already. To be honest, yeah. He's like he's just out playing him. Um, and I like Duncan. I would take him. I'd take Duncan. You want to come over? <laughs> Just anybody at this point. Forget Duncan Robinson. The Mavs need Tim Duncan. I mean, geez. Well, if we had a time machine. 
But yeah, I, th- I think t- Tyler, he needs to start. He's he's really good. I, I chose him as a sixth man of the year, but like you said, he, he's probably going to transition to being the starter for the Kings, um, probably midpoint in the season. Uh, it, he's he's He could shoot with a clip anywhere on the court, and he has a good ISO game as well. I mean, we saw it in the bubble, but obviously last year he didn't get um, as much of a chance to sh- shine um, as he did in the bubble. And uh, no one, uh, to be honest, no one was talking about him last year. I think that, that fueled his um, fueled his fire in the offseason to have a great season um, this season. And it's it's showing. I mean, kudos to him, but he's still not in the room of Luka. I mean, he shouldn't even mention Luka Doncic. He's, he shouldn't even mention Trey Young. Yeah, I know, but he he's did. He's not on that level. He scored 15 points in the second quarter because he because he has one man um, defending him. I mean, Luca and Trey. They, did you did you see that game? Like Luca had like two people pressing him. I mean, th- Tyler doesn't have that. He doesn't even have that against um, starters. I mean, most of the time his minutes are coming off the bench. So I don't think he should be mentioning that because he hasn't led a team um, in the bubble. I mean. That was, that was what uh, fifteen games. I mean, yeah, he's not one A. He's yeah, he's not the one A guy. He's, and you're right. If they did put him on a team where he had to be uh, that guy, I don't, I don't know if he does what he does now. You know, if he's the yeah. guy getting double teams, I don't think he he gets it. The, I like, you're right. Watching. Luca, do what he does when there are three guys converging on him, and he still ends up <laughs> getting the getting the layup or uh, you yeah, know thirty three points a, and yeah, he was doubled and tripled all night. Yeah, I mean he also put up way too many shots, but he also got to the line Correct. a lot tonight. So that's a ten of twelve, positive. and he hit his free throws. Yeah, that's a a nice thing. So. We don't want to. I don't want to harp on the Heat game too much. I do want to look at some of the wins, some of the win column. Uh, beat the Spurs, beat the Kings. Uh, Maxi was the was my big takeaway from uh, from those wins. He took took his defense to a, a next level. That, that I did not foresee him being able to do. Honestly, I thought Maxi had kind of met his potential. Um, but the def- the defensive intensity that that guy brings to the game is, I mean, people were throwing out Ben Wallace the other night when he was <laughs> getting all those block blocks. Game. Yeah, because yeah, he come he he really does. He comes know, out of nowhere. He, he knows his angles. He will come out of nowhere. He's not particularly quick, but he he knows exactly how to get where he's supposed to be. Yeah. Um. It's been great watching him so far. Like, I I don't know if anyone expected him to be uh that active on defense, and I hope that that back issue is not a long term nagging injury. Um. Another thing that came out of these these last four games is uh, Frank Nilakina. Yes, I like him doing 
what I said he was going to do, which is yeah. work his way into the rotation and get a lot of minutes and play defense and show up on the uh, the part of the stat sheet that that doesn't record anything. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna watch Frank Nilakino play basketball, and he's not gonna do anything that shows up on a stat sheet a lot of times. And then you'll walk away from the game being like, that Frank Nilakina had a great game. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> there were, I mean, even tonight where there were several plays where I thought, man, Frank is just killing it against the Heat. And then you look at the stat sheet, he's like four points, no steals, like no, like nothing. And Yeah. But he plays defense better than... Uh, probably better than anybody any of the guards on the team yeah he can guard anybody's best best player problem is he's not a uh offensive juggernaut that you want that player to be so but that's okay nice to see him work his way into the lineup though hitting some threes he had that he had big game uh was that the king's game yeah and he's he's only twenty three. People forget that. Super young, so much yeah. room to grow. Good so insurance policy. Grow. Yeah, excited to see where he goes this this year. See the growth in that young man. I'm old, so I can say that. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about Trey Burke. Now that we've said the wonderful things about the guy that's. Probably taking his minutes. Took his spot, yeah. Yeah. Trey Burke missed a second game now uh, for COVID protocols. This doesn't mean that he actually has COVID. It means that he missed the time in which he needs to get the test because he will not get the vaccine. Um, so two two games missed, one game where he probably could have played minutes, which is this most recent one against the Heat. Uh, because we've had some injuries in the lineup, got two people out. He probably could have had some playing time, but he doesn't get any playing time because he misses because of something uh, easy. I mean, li- literally, it's just a Q-tip up the nose, and you don't get the test on time. So, um, at this point, Landon, what is the point? You've you've got somebody that is better at what you need. You need a defensive point guard. Trey Burke is not that. You have a Jalen Brunson, which is basically what Trey Burke does, right? I mean, dribble, he'll, he creates offense. Trey Burke does that at a lower rate than Jalen Brunson does. Um, Definitely not the same type of point guard. I'm not trying to say that, but we yeah, just have so. we have someone that does what he does, and someone that does what he doesn't. What's the point in having Trey Burke anymore if he's not even going to get to play the games that he would get time uh, because of middle errors and not being able to follow the rules that he put himself into? Like he put himself in this situation. What's the point in keeping him? There is no point. The, the, that's the problem. I mean, you can't force a player to take the vaccine. 
okay, so the Mavericks dealt with that, and he's not going to take it. But you got to abide by the rules for not taking it. Like, it's only been seven games, and you missed two of them, not because you're hurt, not because you have COVID, because you don't get the test that's required for non-vaccinated players. That's that's ridiculous. That's irresponsible. I mean, come on now. You're a professional player. You have to be responsible for your actions. And to be honest, I mean, the Mavericks are in a tough position because he's on the books for next year as well with a, a player option. So that's the problem. It's not a team option. It's a player option. And they can't trade him unless – it's a bigger unless he's part of a bigger trade um, to improve their roster, but no one's going to take him. I mean, who's who's going to take him? It's not worth the risk of having him on the roster because one, he has to he has to go under all these requirements that requires non-vaccinated players, and then two, he's probably your third string guard. This. Why risk that when you can go get a free agent or a two-way player um, that could step right in who's who's healthy, who's um, vaccinated, and has the passion to make the team um, on a full-time basis? I totally believe – I don't think that, that it should be a mandated thing. I, I want everybody to make the responsible decision. I think the responsible decision is to get the vaccine – uh, but I totally understand the right of people to not get it, right? Yeah. But if you're going to put yourself in that category, you have to follow these rules that you put yourself in. You, you, you put yourself in the situation. You chose to be in this. Like you said, be a responsible adult and figure it out. And he hasn't been able to do that two games out of seven no. What are it's you like, doing? What are you doing? I mean, what are you doing I, to miss the test? I mean, what are you doing? That, are you so sleeping? That, that to me, like, that also just screams that you're not even you're you're not a good teammate. You're not a good yeah. professional because even if it is like, you just have to be here some at some point. I don't so I don't know what the standard is for when they have to be there but I can't imagine that it's like you've got to be here 6 hours earlier. You know, it's not it's yeah. it's nothing like it can't be like that. No. So it's got to be some They accommodate the players. They know they have yeah. you know, shoot arounds, practice and stuff. They know what time frames you ha- you're available. I'm so sure they for, give a So window. for like steroids tests um, I don't know how it is right now, um, but back in the day when I covered baseball, they would actually show up to the player's house, mm-hmm. do the test. They didn't even have to go anywhere. If not, if, and then they could also refuse just the same. And then you end up with other trouble, but so it's it's got to be some something similar to that, I would assume. They'll do the test at your house, or he has to come in to work on time, get the test, and and uh, 
wait for the results because it's quick result test. It's not even like a one of the long-term. I don't get it. I just don't get it. There's just yeah. no explanation to me as to why that's acceptable. I mean, Jason Kidd before the game said um, they've had discussions with him. He didn't go into detail about those discussions, but there needs to be some re- repercussions. I mean, um, this is two out of the seven games you missed for this test. So that's there has to be some repercussions. Like you have to. I know there's um, financial um, penalties for missing games, um, but I'm talking when he's a healthy, active on the roster. He has to. He has to be. He has to sit out games or be suspended when he is active. I mean, I'm not talking extreme, but at least one game. I mean, you're costing the Mavs a roster spot where some of these games they needed the office um, offensive spark like you said this heat game i mean jalen brunson was in inserted into the starting lineup so like you said they could have used him this game um but it's, it's ridiculous yep speaking of ridiculous <laughs> but in a very different way uh christoph swarzingis oh yeah. Has missed four, the last four Mavericks games. May miss five. We don't we don't know yet. He may not play this uh, Spurs game. I was okay. Well, let me. This is the start of my apology tour. I guess. Thank you. I was about to say. I'll I'll you let c- you intro it. Come on, man. You, well, policy. first off, first off, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something, Landon. Go you ahead. don't need to go airing our dirty laundry <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> with your, you said jar- it on the pod. You well, you didn't have to tag me. They know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! There's only one Josh on the <laughs> podcast with you. You straight up tag me about it. Hey, Josh Green could have been here. Josh Mazer said <laughs> that this is his first. But yes, it was his. That's a fact. It was his first healthy off season. That doesn't get taken away by the <laughs> fact that he's missed four games in a row out of the first seven games. That doesn't go away. It was his first healthy off season. Is he having his first healthy season? <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. And that's where I was wrong, because I thought that he would. I, you know, I don't know. I wanted so badly for this guy to come out of the gates healthy and just be a monster. And to be honest, in the preseason, did he not look like it? He did. I was. He high. looked like it. I moved up to three you in did the West. Move up to three. You're the guy that says that says pre- preseason doesn't matter. <laughs> and then you move us to the third seed in the West because KP has a good preseason. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with him. Yeah. Even before, he's out four games. He's averaging twelve points. Uh, he was playing on great on defense, really active. 
I was impressed with that. The whole team just was started the started the season way more active on defense than they had been the entire last couple of seasons. Um then he got busted in the face. Yeah. He played the next game after he got busted in the face, had that nasty shiner and still played the game. I did like that. I thought that he was definitely going to sit out that that next game after having a shiner. In fact, I think it's borderline irresponsible that he did play cuz his eye was swollen. It looked like I'm he would we didn't see a mask. Be able to well, he didn't break anything. Yeah, you only I'm... you only wear the mask if you have some kind of broken bone okay. or you rip hamilton and you just like wearing it hey yeah um but no i just i i i don't know i hope it's not a long-term thing i hope it's just them being i don't know cautious but i'm kind of tired uh, of caution yes you know i don't want to be the apologist anymore I feel like I've been the apologist for the last three seasons and it and it made sense to apologize to me. I could talk my the facts allowed me to be an apologist for Kristaps, but I just can't anymore. If he doesn't if he doesn't I'll I'll give it to game 10. If he doesn't play in six out of ten games. And he only played the first four games. Four, three and a half, really. For, like, right? Yeah, so two out of the next three. It, yeah, if he doesn't go... Yeah, exactly. If he doesn't get in before game ten. I, I'm only asking for 50%. Jeez, this is what it. <laughs> That's how sad to... it is. I'm asking for fifty percent. Honestly, I'm asking for sixty out of eighty-two games. I'm asking for sixty out of eighty-two games, and I'm happy with eighteen points a game. At that point, I can continue to be the apologist. But at twelve points a game playing 50% of the games I cannot I just can't what do you what do you do with him you can't trade that contract right you can't do anything you have to tough this out this is this this is what's so sad about it you really have to tough this out I mean Kristaps is on the books this season 31 point six mil um next season 33.8 money out to me oh and then the player option that's the problem the player option 23 24 season 36 mil i mean he's gonna he's gonna opt into that obviously but you got this year and then two additional years where you have to just let this play out i mean if you're another team just like Trey Burke in different scenario, is the risk really worth it? Is there enough reward in this that you could potentially see? And I don't think so. I mean, he's a great player. When healthy, he's a great player. He showed 
that defensive ability um, in the few games that he did play that he was mobile too. He, he was able to um, move around and block shots and and actually be aggressive offensively. Um, and this is this is tough. I mean, you miss four out of the first seven games after all the campaign narratives saying first healthy offseason. I mean, this is scary, honestly, because the Mavs need him. That's the biggest problem. The Mavs need him. To get to the second round in the playoffs, the Mavs need him. He's got to be upset too, though, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. You haven't heard him, but he, you could tell he thought this was. Yeah, 2.0. Yeah. Well, what's 3.0? I don't know. Better be great. <laughs> I mean, 4.0, 5.0. Hey, that's what we're going to get tell you every what, summer. I'll tell you what. AOL 4.0 was the best AOL, so maybe we get to 4.0 <laughs> and all of a sudden we get chat rooms and, in, and instant messaging. I don't oh, like. You, <laughs> you've got mail. That's not happening. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't care about mail. All I want is is a guy that can grab rebounds and that's the problem. Get some putbacks. Each season, <laughs> each season the bar gets lower. And now you just want some rebounds and putbacks. I mean, this is the problem. We traded him to be uh he, we traded him to be a super team with him and uh with him and Luca. We traded him to be 1A, 1B. Now it's it's Luca and MIA, when he's coming back, Mr. Street Clothes. <laughs> Mr. Street Clothes. I, you know, it's, I really do hate being that, that negative guy. That's like, why I am. I'm doing it. <laughs> and someone needs to say it. Well, that's what I'm telling you, man. Well, I'm we're getting, all, I'm we're getting to that thousands. Point. Yeah, we're getting thousands point. of uh, comments from MFFLs, so we gotta we gotta express, or at least one of us has to express what they're feeling right now. And this is—they've had enough. They've had enough, Josh. It's the same thing every season. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we. At this point, it's not the same thing. At this point, it's worse. Well, yeah. It's worse right now than it has been in the past. It's, yeah, it's not even. It's not even the legs. It's the back now. I mean, and the eye. I mean, it's all. It's something. And like you said, we can't. We can't do anything about it. That's the problem, because he's talented, but no one is going to take that contract for what they get on that dollar. I mean, this is, this is scary. I mean, to me, it's scary for the long term. obviously Nico and we have some, um, Finns, um, Michael Finley. Uh, we have, we, we have a lot of bright minds in the front office, but they got, they got their hands full. They really do. I wonder If it gets to the point where he doesn't 
if this is a long-term back injury, man, and this is such a uh, speculative, crappy thing to talk about, yeah. but because he could play tomorrow. Yeah, he could definitely. He could play tomorrow. <laughs> Get thirty points, so we're all loving him. And oh no, there'll still be some some Mavericks yeah. Twitter people that hate him. No matter, like he could he could average thirty points for the rest of the season, not miss a game, and there'd still be some guy who'd be like, "Yeah, but he's stupid." See, yeah, that's the problem. That's the guy. That's why I can't. Yeah, I cannot be that person because I don't want to be on the same side of the room as that as that guy. That they're yeah. so irrationally angry about this player that has, like, do you think that Kristaps Porzingis wants to not? be the unicorn you treat him like he's not even human do you think that he that he wants to be injured no the guy wants to play basketball he loves basketball he's also super nice he's a nice guy he's a really nice guy and for all the crap the for all the crap that he's had to put up with with the fans like they were talking about he had an interview at the beginning of the season when they were talking about how fans have have treated him, yeah, and he actually said like, "Oh yeah, I, I like it. It's in, it's inspiring to me." Like he's talking about how it like gets him going. That there's so they're like it it fuels him. And I'm thinking, yeah. what a it's either two things. It's either a complete load of crap, and he know and he like he hates it just as much as. The next guy hates that kind of talk. Or he really just, he loves sports just as much as everybody else because he talked about the fact that, like, when he's watching soccer, European football or whatever, that he feels the same way. Oh, you know, yeah, he, I saw that, yeah. He, <laughs> you know, he yells at the screen just like everybody else watching watching sports. So, No, I think he hates it. Uh, cause, he's got I mean, to. He's got to. You wouldn't, you wouldn't address it if you didn't hate it like if you see the instagram comments every off season he he obviously sees the comments and he obviously hates the comments so that's why he posts about it and and he's he's adding it to his weight room resume i mean you know he's he's it's fueling him just like you said but i'm i'm just i'm the type of person that when i see a player do great i uh give that person the shine and when i see a player um who's constantly injured or going through a rough patch i i I point it out well to this point he has played three games averaged 26 minutes he's got 30 percent uh field goal shooting 20 23 percent three-pointers 12 points a game. Jeez. I think uh, seven rebounds the last time I looked. It's depressing. I I hope that yeah. he, I hope this isn't like a a thing. I've already said that, I know. But I just wanted to I don't even care if we get a whole 30 million out of the player. I just want him to be good enough because I think what we have a team a built around him. I don't think they're the third seed, even if he's, <laughs> even if he's fantastic. I don't think they're that good, but I think this is a fifth seed team 
with a good 60 game, 18 points, seven rebounds, Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah. I think this is a second round Mavericks team with a healthy KP. Yeah. And, and, and they I might point- not even make it to the playoffs without him. That's true. I mean, there's going to be some moves um, to be made. And I will point out, because we we do get hundreds um, of comments on just KP alone. Um, don't don't insult the man. I mean, like Josh said, he's a great person. He's he's really nice and just a, a really great person. So all my comments are basketball related. But uh-huh. as a person, he's really... He's really outstanding. I'm releasing the I'm releasing the texts. <laughs> what? I'm releasing the text. I'm screenshotting every awful thing okay. that you say about KP. Yeah. Doing it right now. Yeah. Oh no, th- those are texts from somebody else. Sorry. Okay. Okay. That wasn't you. Just making sure. That's my 95-year-old aunt. <laughs> He's a bum. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know. That's. I think that's all I got for this week. Unless you want to. Unless there let can is there something that we can end on that's like brighter than this? Can we? Is there there's something that we can talk about just for just a second? What what have you watched this week? Not your poll question. Um, <laughs> oh. Come on, man. Oh, man. That felt so good. I had a week off just to help you prepare and get back in the game. Um, I'm sorry. Are we still recording? Yeah, we are. We are. I just gave up. That was (laughs) nobody else can see the camera except for you. It's just me hunched over in my chair looking at the ground. Oh, man. I don't even want to be here anymore. No, I. No, what did you have? You watched anything new? Have you, other than the Mavericks? Let's, let's get a a playlist going. For Mavs fans. Oh, do you watch the Do you watch the show? You. I watched the first season. You didn't like it. It a little too you melodramatic. Said the first season. A little too melodramatic for me. <laughs> I could see you just sitting there watching it like, what is this? A little too che- like che- cheesy, cheesy stalker show. I, I know lots of people you. like it. Yeah, that's a little, little yeah. yeah, a little too much. Like, I you like Dexter. Me. That's what it's the same same nah, kind of not tone. The, same. the writing is so much better for well, for of Dexter. course, Dexter's in my top yeah. um, shows. It but. just was. I don't know what it just didn't grab me. I a lot of people loved it, but I've heard that the the newest season was good. Didn't they yes. have that weird uh, uh that comedian that was like a little he did he was one of the U two movement guys was in like the uh, second sure. season or Crystalia? Not sure. Uh I, I, I bet that's I bet that's true. I'm just not sure who that is. Oh. Um he, I think he was in the second season or third or You should watch it. You should tell me. All right. <laughs> I'll watch your show. 
But I'm going to make you watch something, too. Okay. I'm going to make you... Do you ever watch uh do you ever watch British shows? Do you watch any British TV? Oh uh, yeah, that there's a few series that came out on Netflix that were British shows. Have you ever watched Broadchurch? Yes. I've already you seen watched it. Broadchurch? Oh. It was good. Okay. Well, the only the only thing that I watched That's one of the best ones, right? It's so good. British shows. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. The other things that I watched um were the movies that made us came out with some new episodes last week. I've been watching the that week before. The movies yes. that made us are great. There's also it's a offshoot of the toys that made us. Oh, okay. Um and I, like that's one of those weird things I don't collect toys. Yeah. Really? But like I admire the people that do cuz it's uh, like it's if it just looks fun, but I don't have the space. Yeah. Like I don't I've got too much camera and gear. And they're so delicate. To to and I've also got like a 19-month-old son. So if I yeah. buy anything, he's going to tear it out of the box and then I would yeah. be like I spent $500 on that. <laughs> like, I can't I can't imagine uh, it's cool to see the behind the scenes and yeah, I like how it came stuff. and all the problems that they ran into. Yeah, I love the documentaries about toys, and then the documentaries of the the movies, the movies that made us was great. Yeah, I keep having, I like went to go look to see what the name of the stuff that I just watched. I'm having a lot of technical difficult. Let me tell you about my technical difficulties. I open something. I got my headphones on so I can hear you. Open up Netflix so I can look at what show I watched. And then the the autoplay of the show that's like being advertised starts playing and then I have to talk over it. And I feel yeah. like I'm just screaming at you. It's happened several times. I, I had ESPN open so I could look at some stats earlier. It happened there. And then I buy this chair. I got a nice new chair to sit in so I can sit oh, here yeah. and talk to my buddy Landon about basketball. Uh-huh. I've had it for like three weeks and you've probably already noticed at home that I can't move without it. It squeaks. Oh like, no. You have it's a brand new chair. It's brand new. Did you, oh, I can hear it. Why does it oh. squeak already? It's brand new. It was ex- it, I don't want to toot my own horn, but it was pretty expensive, too. Is that why you stay in one position the whole podcast? Yeah. I thought there was something going on. I just wanted to, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> That's why I've duct taped my body video, to that chair thought, <laughs> in one spot. Because I can't move. I thought, either, I thought either the video was frozen or you're you're held hostage. Both. I'm just trying to figure I held, it out. Held hostage by this damn chair. I can't move because it squeaks like crazy every day. It's brand new. Yeah. I'm gonna have to lube it up. Is that the right word? Well, oil. Oil. No. We might Whatever. have to. We might have to end the show off of that one right there. Lube it up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, guys. <laughs>